Where are you looking? Parashat Nitzavim and Vayelech. Why am I here? And what's my purpose in life? These are questions which resonate with so many of us, especially during moments of uncertainty and introspection. Basically, they're spiritual questions. Yet most people remain unsatisfied with the spiritual answer. Our purpose is to serve God and elevate the world. Nah, has to be more than that, is a common reply. And it's often heard from those reluctant to embrace religious duty that might disrupt their daily routine or necessitate a change of menu. In an attempt to soothe empty hearts and weary souls, they fill their lives with material possessions, vacations, external adornments, sometimes drugs and alcohol, and God forbid, illicit relationships. Yet these are mere band-aids on wounds that are seeking deeper and more poignant remedies. The epitome of such lives can be found in the entertainment world, where the beautiful people seem to have it all, yet their lives are marked by divorce, depression, addiction, suicide. These glaring examples should teach us that the shallow pursuit of more and abundance will never satisfy any of life's difficult, profound questions. And instead, it often exacerbates our frustration, leaving us maybe with gold in our hands, but with empty hearts and even emptier lives. Perhaps the most wasteful question we can ask is, what does God want from us? Because the answer is not elusive. It's plainly written in God's good book, the Torah. Yet we often place more trust in sensational tabloids, in gurus, on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and all the big advisors and influencers. We place more trust in their hands than in God's good word, in God's Torah. We view God's rules as inconvenient and we search for quicker paths to happiness like golden calves. How has that been working for us? Have you seen the world lately? Have you seen it historically? We are indeed a generation adept at asking questions but often resistant to listening to the answers, especially when they require change. But it's akin to asking someone, how can I lose weight? And then we become frustrated when we hear it involves not eating as much, and also, by the way, get on the treadmill. So instead, maybe we seek alternative solutions, like poisonous diet pills, mouth braces, bariatric surgery all while watching ourselves get fatter every year. In matters of truth, there is only one answer. 
and that is the word of God. And even the American dollar is wise enough to acknowledge it. In God we trust. It is a law of nature that every empty space beckons to be filled. Crevices with dirt or water, blank walls with artwork, a blank page with words or designs, buckets with rain, chairs with sitters, and hearts and souls with purpose. Everything wants to be filled. But the choice of what to fill the emptiness with has always been ours to make. God gave us a choice, blessings or curses. He advised us to choose life. While some people travel the world seeking answers and looking for themselves, I tell you that we can set aside the travel brochures. What we seek requires no frequent flyer miles or suitcase. The truth we seek is already within us. We just need to reconnect with it. Because every quest in life is ultimately a search for God, but often misplaced and in the wrong direction. This week's Torah reading, Nitzavim, by Elech, reminds us that God's word is not distant. It is close, within our grasp, nestled in our hearts, waiting for us to heed its guidance. The Torah is the DNA of reality, and to subvert or ignore it only serves to expand our emptiness. So in our relentless search for meaning, let's not forget that the answers are closer than we think. We need only to be honest enough and strong enough to accept the answers. The Torah explicitly states that if a person flouts God's will and says, I will have peace even if I follow my heart's desires, he will most certainly be punished. We were given the choice between blessings and curses. God advised us very strongly to choose life. And in our everyday lives, for example, when a person nearby sneezes, we usually say, bless you, even to a stranger standing in line next to us or at the table next to us. The farther the person is, the less chance that we're going to say, bless you. Similarly, in our relationship with God, those who stand close will be blessed. Those who stand at a distance, start coming back where you will find yourself very much alone and drowning in promised curses. As the Jewish New Year is upon us, it's a perfect time to turn inward, embrace the truth and reconnect with the purpose that has always resided within us to serve God, and to become the best version of ourselves through his word. Shabbat Shalom.